This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and I take the high road far too often for someone who doesn't smoke weed. (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and when I die, please put beloved wife and incredible eye candy on my tombstone. (laughs) Thank you. I'm Tess Barker, and so I guess at a certain age, you just have allergies every single day, and that is just like who you are as a person. Ah, Mm -hmm. this is lady to lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. show everybody mm-hmm. it's thanksgiving week are you guys one. feeling grateful I always am. i'm feeling Me grateful too. for you guys i'm feeling grateful for our amazing listeners and yeah i am yeah you know great feeling grateful for taters i'm excited feeling <laughs> good and <laughs> e- eating good in the neighborhood yeah, yeah. feeling grateful That's for right. applebee's all of the above mm-hmm. um feeling, feeling grateful for hoodies and flannels and all of the fall stuff coming back out speaking Very of exciting. hoodies mm-hmm. if you guys if if you guys love lady to lady or if you know someone who does we have amazing merch ready for the holidays we have super cute hoodies socks for the ant in your life and we have an exclusive beanie that is dropped for the holidays. So go check out that stuff on our merch store. Oh my God, there's a lot of cute stuff. And like also the most important part of holiday shopping is buying stuff for yourself. So get yourself a hoodie. Get yourself yourself a a little something something there. Mm -hmm. Throw something else in the cart just for you. One for them, one for you. One for them, one for you. That's how it works. (laughs) And we are doing our holiday show on December 5th over Zoom. So you can watch it from anywhere. And we're so excited. We did the show last year. We had a super blast. We'll have a mocktail and a cocktail recipe. Our resident hunk will be in tow. We'll have guests. We'll have songs. It's just so much fun. So Outfits. We're going to have cute. Outfits. I'm guessing we're yes. going to have outfits. Busting out all the red and green we have in one place. Yes. It's a nice reason to get your tree up early mm-hmm. if you do a tree. So you can have a little like setup. Use your little Zoom screen. Show it off for us. Totally. We love. We love if your animal has an antler it can put on. Oh my god! Um, we'll Please. take it. Show Pet us costumes. your menorahs. Show us your everything. Yeah, yeah. see it all. It's going to be so much fun. So go check out our Twitter and uh, Instagram links for that in our bio. It's going to be a good time. Hell yeah! Who do we have on the show today, lady? Oh my god, we have a super funny comic. Uh, we, she used to help me run my show Sauce in LA, and she has a live show called Funnelingus, which is the first Sundays of every month. And her name is Dana Donnelly. So we had a really fun chat with her. And please enjoy us hanging out with Dana. Oh, my God. So excited to welcome our guest today, Dana Donnelly. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Good. How about you? I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's early. It's like it's 10 a.m. I'm warming up. These are some of the first words I've spoken all day. I really liked the like uh, the number of notes you were able to hit in that. It really it felt <laughs> auto tuned, and I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, I'm trying to. I'm I'm doing my vocal warm up, so I really explore the full range. Yeah. Exactly. What's, what's you guys' favorite That's... vocal warm up? 
Oh, uh, I think just the classics. Yeah, you know, the, yeah. The scales. Scales are good. Unique New York. <laughs> Unique. Yeah. The red leather yellow. Rain. Red leather yellow. Leather. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Piper. Yeah. yeah. Just think mm. of the beginning of Anchorman. <laughs> I had to record something that I was doing a bunch of voiceover for a couple weeks ago, and I was just walking around my house wearing a blanket and being like, "Mommy made me mash my M and M's," and my husband was just like <laughs> looking, at, <laughs> just looking at me with just like fascination, disgust. <laughs> Disgust, all of the above. That's your craft, so exactly. Like, it's the theater, yeah. baby. What do you want? <laughs> we were just talking about um everyone's favorite subject, internet mm. trolls, which are just like they're such a delight. Like what a you know, just what a great time to spend your life that way. Just oh, absolutely you know, being a dick to other people for no reason. I know that like you had you probably don't want to talk about oven gate, but I know you had <laughs> oven. People troll Dana because she posted a picture next to her oven. What? Yeah. What? This is, this is how deep people go. Yeah. This is like literally insane. But basically, yeah, like I posted, I, I, I didn't think my oven was important. I didn't know my oven would get all the attention. Sure. You know? Um, <laughs> Rookie mistake, I posted Dana. This, yeah. I posted this photo of me like sitting on the floor, like crying because I had burnt a grilled cheese sandwich. My sister took these photos because I was like sobbing over my oh. grilled cheese. All right. So that's totally something my hair. sister would do. Like, oh, you're crying? One sec. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, like, let me take some pictures of this. Um, and I posted these photos and it was like fine for like a couple weeks. Like I didn't, I didn't, nothing happen. Like people were like, ha oh, ha, that's funny. She cried over grilled cheese. Yeah. And a couple weeks later it ends up on some like women posting L's, which is like one of the ultimate troll accounts on Twitter. Oh, it's where yeah. this guy takes like screenshots of like girls, women's jokes, like women, like women's yeah. jokes that they make about themselves. A lot of times also they're literally jokes. Like you yeah. can tell it's like not true. It's yeah. a joke. It's a bit, and yeah. they like post them as an L like it's a, like this person like and then like all the comments are like, oh, what an idiot. Like what a loser. Women are pathetic. Like whatever. Oh my so God. the the picture of me crying in front of my oven goes viral on this account in the context of that. It's a posted L mm-hmm. and then people basically start going, oh my God, that oven is actually really expensive oven and then um people started making fun of me because like how dare i how dare i uh cry if my oven is expensive oh yeah, that's, that was the that was, was the core wow. that was the, the core tw- why is she sad oven expensive okay so what what <laughs> What was it like being on the receiving end of that? Were you, because I know like we can laugh about it now. It's so easy to laugh, but like it must have been, like, were you pissed or were you were able you, to laugh yeah, at pissed. all? Were you yeah, like, hurt was, or were you just was, like, fuck you guys? No, I literally was just like, fuck you guys. It was like literally also like, it was so many, it was mostly guys, but then there was like a couple like real like pick me bitches who were like yeah, yeah. Go, also going super viral with like their little comments of like, like I would never God. cry over burnt grilled cheese. And then everyone's like, 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 like. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. You're the queen of the trolls. Congratulations. Oh, you get the God. cleanest bridge in the land. Oh, <laughs> my God. Like, yeah, it, it was literally insane. People are literally so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I, yeah, I had an experience recently where that was ha- today. I'm just like yes. responding to people. Yeah. And then um, someone was like, well, you know, like it could, you, we just like, uh, we, you, we just jump to conclusions. And I'm like, well, that's the key is that you could not fucking do that. Yeah. yeah. That's maybe the key would be to take two seconds yeah. and think, oh, this is a real human being who lives a life yeah. and doesn't need you to yeah. come into their 
living room and scream at them because you made assumptions about who they are. Also, how about you go fill your own life with something else that is not being obsessed with strangers? Well, that's just not. Go I mean, jerk I'm not off. Fucking go jerk off. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> yes. There are so many so many things you could jerk off with yeah. too all over the internet <laughs> like God. just go do that well instead. also like my favorite is a, a, a kind of troll that comes after me a lot too is uh they have like five people that are obsessed with me who are obsessed with telling me i'm not famous Oh my god! Wait, I had to block someone this morning for that. Oh my god! It's like, yeah, I mean, nothing makes me feel more famous than you, a person I don't know, (laughs) obsessively telling me I'm not. Just so you know, you're not famous. It's like, also, fame is a nightmare. Cool. Congratulations. Awesome. We also, are a little we bit. Kind of are. Yeah. Like the second that someone's telling you you're not famous, that's that's yeah. when you've made it. That's when exactly. fame has entered your life. Yeah. Like, exactly. That's that's what's frustrating about it is it's like we're you know it's like you're doing well enough that like yeah. you have trolls, which means mm-hmm. that like you're doing well, but you're not doing well enough to have like it's not like I'm some fucking person who has a social media man. It's not like right. I'm not the one mm-hmm. seeing these comments. I am the one yeah. seeing these comments. So it's just like, okay, you're at a level where people can, you know, there's enough people to attack you, but not that you have to actually never see them again. That's the ideal is to like not have to deal with it at all. I always think about Melissa McCarthy because she doesn't have, she either doesn't have a phone at all or she doesn't have an iPhone. But yeah, I think like she just has like a she has like a no she has a flip phone. She has like a, flip, a flip phone and she just and has it. a team. She never mm-hmm. even like oh sticks her little baby toe on yeah. there. Like she wakes up goals, but she what also she doesn't need dream. to have yeah. no social yeah. media. Yeah. Based on and that. I think yeah, I think it that. is weird when you see people who clearly don't need to have social media having social media and like mm-hmm. the way that it usually just like implodes them from within and how like <laughs> celebrities with social media like fare so much worse than celebrities without social media. So true. Oh, for sure. Well, because they're used to their bubble. Yeah. They're used to their bubble oh, totally. too, just being like, you're great. Congratulations. You, you're, you're employing all of us, so none of us will say anything bad about you whatsoever. And then they get yeah. on and they're like, everybody ah! will love me too. And they're like, yeah. oh, no. I have- <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like when Bradley Whitford like, tweets and oh. everyone's like, why are you doing this? Like, people <laughs> yeah. love you. Yeah. Exactly. Like, don't. You know yeah. what's you don't funny is here. I feel like in the celebrity world, it's almost the inverse of the real world where actually like it's the boomer ladies who were crushing it on Twitter, like Cher... Dion Warwick. Mm. True. That's who we're mm-hmm. here for. Right. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Share Twitter. Oh. Share Twitter's iconic. She'll just be she'll just be like, where are you? In all caps. <laughs> it's so good. Did you guys see this? This is the sorry for when this is coming out like a month after we're recording it. But um the Travis Tritt, like what the fuck happened there? Did you guys Wait, see what happened? He country singer travis Tritt. apparently he decided he was not gonna tour because he didn't want to go to venues that were checking vaccinations or something but then i also read a weird story where he was he didn't want to be around everyone because he was worried about getting sick so he was like being brought onto stage inside of a like a guitar case or something i don't anyway maybe i'm the only person who heard about this but there's a lot of there someone else who should not be on the there's a lot there's a lot happening just hey just it's perfectly okay to say hey i'm feeling anxious about being around a lot of people and i prefer not to tour because i don't have to right now it's okay just for that to be your truth and not be like Uh, that's way too vulnerable i mean i know (laughs) (laughs) i always ask too much of everybody all the time (laughs) i just feel like yeah like if we could go back to like 
fan mail when like if you really wanted to send me a death threat or troll me you have to put i've I've gotten i've gotten a real life letter you have oh shit yeah i think i think i must have blocked this person but someone sent a printed out tweet of mine (gasps) to my mom's house to my mom's house um with their written response to my tweet oh Oh my the un- oh, god. No. That's, that's worse. So Never mind. It's worse. It's worse. It's worse. You don't want that. That, that is like you genuinely don't. terrifying. That's actually like yeah, it's scary. Fu- it's horrifying. It's horrifying. Oh my god. Oh god. I hate it. I hate it. Ugh. At least back in the day, it's like you with the internet's made so much because it's like you couldn't have found your mom's address like back back in the day. It would be so no. hard to track down instead. And at least th- it used to be like your because fa- remember even growing up, like the fan address was like the manager or the agent. So like they were really earning their ten percent right, by right. like having to like filter. Yeah, through. fielding fielding your psycho <laughs> mail. I would yeah. love that if my manager would do that. Yeah, exactly. It's like here, please use get this. Yeah, can they just be the ones who have to look through all these tweets send, and like, shit? Why the hell do I have to do it? To like a Devon Sawa. Um, I did receive a signed Jamie Kennedy. Uh, uh Jamie Kennedy headshot. So I was damn. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> I was. I loved him in Scream, the first Scream movie. He was like my favorite. That's cute. Really, I like really that. Into it. Um, no, I have. Of course, you did. That's. God, mm-hmm. I had two letters. I had two letters that I never sent, but I found them in an old notebook. And one was uh-huh. to French Stewart, friend of the show. now friend of the show. And one was to Steve Ooh. Buscemi. Who we <laughs> saw when we were on Molly. <laughs> Who I thought was No, he hot. is hot. No, he is this hot. was when I was No, like but I'm saying you're friends with French Stewart now. And we saw Steve Buscemi when we were on Molly. So you've a, you've met both oh, of your... Oh, we were on Molly. That's true. Okay, then everything... <laughs> I well, those letters are manifestations, then. clearly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten years exactly. later. <laughs> I'm always writing letters. And then I see the people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think... Okay, I... I've been meaning to, this is not a super exciting story, but I keep forgetting to tell this thing that I saw that happened at the Grand Canyon when I went. Um, we were we went up to see the sunrise, you know, so we got up super mm-hmm. early, like 6 a.m., and we drove out to the main place to see it. And it was like a, a lot of people, and everyone was very quiet because, you know, it's fucking 6 a.m., and you're trying to enjoy the sunrise. But, of course, there's two of kids course. who won't shut the fuck up. And so they're, they keep being like, I'm cold, I'm cold, I want to go in the car, I'm cold. And so that's like all you can hear because you're yeah. not talking, you know. So you can't help but listen to this family's conversation. And so the mom eventually goes, I'm just going to yes. fucking take him to the car, you know. And so she's like taking him to the car. She starts walking away and the dad goes, you know, you're making the wrong choice. <laughs> like so... <laughs> Just so loudly, all oh. of us heard it, and we're all oh. just staring. At- oh God! I just lost two inches on my body <laughs> yeah. when you said that. I felt myself I... shrink as a person. Yeah, just oh my God! <laughs> I was literally just talking about how like I'm like like parents take uh, activities on vacation way too seriously. That's so yeah. true. Yeah, because I was they like, don't these care. kids don't give a fuck no. about this. No, they don't. I'm sorry. All they don't. you care about they is what you're going to eat next, really, when you're a kid. 
Oh my god, yeah, literally. I'm like, when am I getting French yeah. fries? I literally remember being like, but when are my French fries? And then we'd no. go to a restaurant that didn't have French fries and I'd throw, I'd fucking lose my shit. Yeah, no. Sunset of the Grand Canyon are for you exactly. as a woman or a person in your 30s uh, being like, oh, I should have done this with my family when I was a kid. There should be a tinge of regret that you would, because you never would have been into it. It's like yeah. school. Like, if I go to school I'll now, try now, I'm like, yes. oh, I appreciate this. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, eh, whatever. As no, a kid, it's a circle of life, baby. Yeah, like, it was just so funny. He's like, you know, you're making the wrong choice. And we're all just like, and then he's like, you're just going to teach him to come. You're just going to teach them to complain. He was like trying to give some dad lesson around 50 strangers. And that's just so insulting to the mom. And I was like, she's like, bitch, I'm the one that's fucking dealing with this child. Yeah. I'm the one that's handling this little kid. Yeah. Also like, (laughs) what a nightmare person. It was bad. It was really funny. I was like, yeah. I would murder this Seriously. Man oh my God. Yeah. Just, that's a, a situation where you just want the whole group just to like follow them to the car and be like, no, you watch the sunset completely alone and we're just going to take wish, her away. I wish from everyone you. had just turned at the same time and like stared at <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. It was a. Uh, well, I hope he enjoyed great. the sunset by himself because that's how he'll die someday. Mm-hmm. Piece of shit. <laughs> God, the, I remember the two times going out to the Grand Canyon. I remember like seeing two teenagers. Um, the, the guy car- was carving their initials into a tree, and I like rounded a oh. corner and saw it. And I was about to scream at them. And then the only good boomer man I've ever seen in my entire life just he yelled behind me, and then he <laughs> rushed up and dealt with it. And I was like, "Oh, good! I don't have to be the person to deal with this." Thank you, man, with your phone on your hip. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep walking. You yell at them and tell them that they're awful people. <laughs> just like a national park. Are they still doing still doing phones it, on the hip? He had a phone on the hip. A little leather case. I mean, you can still get them at swap meets and Dads stuff. Dads so think... love an otter case. An otter box? Oh, Does yeah. Otter box. They love otter an box. otter box. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, because you've never learned how to uh, like process your emotions properly, so you got to spike that phone on the ground every once mm. in a while. And uh, the otter box keeps it safe <laughs> i have this theory though that if you um, have an otter box and you drop your phone a lot the second that you take your otter box off and you drop your phone it shatters completely like and i feel like that doesn't happen with normal cases that's mm-hmm. actually a really good point dana like i wonder if your phone <laughs> develops a certain uh, tolerance from, yeah, like, from having like a 13 dollar need- case yeah i'm like um my phone's still completely intact but the times i've had otter boxes and then taken it off shattered immediately mm-hmm I think when you have like a precarious phone case, you exercise just a smidge of caution. Yeah, I think so. Whereas an otter box, it's basically a football you've got on your hands. Yeah, you're kicking it around. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I am. I am always a little bit impressed when I see somebody just raw dog on a phone, no case out in the wild. I'm like, wow, how much money do you have that you just... Is anyone raw dogging in the past? No, I'm not raw dogging, but my case is fucking shitty. Like, it's, it's shitty. It's like a mall case. You're not raw dogging. You're using the pull-out method. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm using the pull-out method, exactly. I mean, I'm using using the rhythm method. I have an app. (laughs) It's like track it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I raw dogged it once, and it felt awesome, and it was addictive. And I think I had that phone for 10 days before it shattered. Yeah, it's like sleek. And then then it's a a piece of glass that's a hazard. Yeah. I mean, I remember the last phone I traded in, the guy at the Apple store cut his finger on my phone, like, as he was doing the thing. Yeah, because I it was so broken. Like my my screen was like literally there were pieces of glass hanging off of it. (laughs) 
Have you guys ever had a phone like that and you like are lazy and you don't go to the Apple store? So you're like, I'll just have a broken phone for a few weeks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's I've, a oh, crack percent. across mine I'm, right now. Yeah, girl. Uh, <laughs> I'll ride those. Uh, yeah, I'll ride it out as long as humanly possible, yeah. basically. Don't be it. I'm like that with any technology. I'm like, I will not replace unless I, I absolutely yeah. have no, to. No, 100%. I will, yeah. Keep, as long as you still work, I, I just, I refuse. I, I was, planned obsolescence is a cancer upon society. Oh my God, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. I actually yeah. read a, an article yesterday <laughs> that was pretty like dismissive and rude actually, but it was about how if you don't, if you upgrade your phone every three years instead of every one year, you're saving $12 a month. And what made mm-hmm. it annoying is they were like, and that can go into your retirement. It's like, no, that's going to go to like sandwiches and weed. But yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's one and a half coffees in Los Feliz. Like, right. relax. Yeah. So, like, stop, stop dangling a retirement over our generation. Oh, Excuse me. <laughs> like, please stop being. If you put that $12 away every day and it's just like, bitch, no, it's not going to happen. We we know that. Stop telling us that we're wrong. <laughs> If you tell me the amount, $12 a month, I'm for sure never, that's never going to be me no. thinking in retirement funds. I wish it, no is gas, it is gaslighting to pretend that it is. Exactly. Like, that's crazy. That's yes. crazy. I can't <laughs> And, like, I no. wish they would just take it. Honestly, if that's the case, fucking take it and don't tell me. Take $12 yeah. out of my account, and then when I turn 75, be like, surprise, you're not destitute. What? Honestly, like, I would love that. Yeah, you're like, do it against my will, then. Like, T- Tess, I'm putting you in charge of the IRS. I mean, I think that is that should be what happens. They just like surprise. Here's a bunch of money. <laughs> I, well, that was like I when wish. my parents were married. My mom always tells me this story that my dad would be. She'd be in Vegas with my dad, and he would be on these like gambling benders, and he'd be so like dialed into the poker game or whatever that my mom would just like discreetly scoot chips into her purse. And like not, he wouldn't notice. And they'd be driving home, and he'd be all pissed off. Like I spent all our fucking money, and she's like, "No, you didn't." And then she's like, "We still have money." <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. I need someone there secretly yeah. siphoning off <laughs> the shit that I would spend on dumb shit. Um, okay, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be here. Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. I'm Babs. And we're here with Dana. Yay. Yay. Okay, we're going to play a game and ask you some random questions. Here's our exciting theme song. Hey, Blinken's my dad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> right? Oh my God. I didn't make it up. Oh my <laughs> God. I can't. It's just like. I'm That's so random. So random. So freaking random. It really honestly is. So freaking random. That's so, so random. Not raven. What you're telling me right now is so random. I can't even. That's a random. Thank God. Random. Wow. You know, I'm DJing a wedding soon. Should I slip some of our songs in there? Yes. <laughs> yes. I would love it if you did. Actually, I think they listen to the show, so it would be funny if I did. <laughs> <laughs> this couple doesn't have a lady problem. <laughs> it's funny because they're I, they like gave me their list, and 
I, you know, they have like more rock songs and like I play mostly pop, you know. So I was like, fuck, mm. I'm gonna have to like get to know these songs so I know like when the right time is to, you know, drop them. Like what kind mm. of rock? Like, like indie rock, meaningful. like good stuff. But I just, it's not stuff oh, I'm super okay. familiar with. So, you know, when, like when you're DJing, you're looking at the crowd yeah. and being like, right, what do they want next? What's and so you move? have to be yeah. like, what are those mm. first like few beats in your head? It's kind of hard to like know if you don't know. Anyway, just a little science behind the, uh, DJing yeah, what there. an art. I'm like, wow, DJing is so much more complex than I ever thought. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to be feeling out the room. Yeah. Okay, we're going to ask you some yeah. random questions. No wrong answers. Um, what thing from childhood do you still enjoy to this day? Uh, doing gymnastics. <gasps> oh, but now it's like really bad for your, my body. <laughs> and um, when, I, when I'm when i drunk, I always try to like do a back handspring and I always wake up and I literally like am really in pain. And I think as I get older, this will only get presumably worse. <laughs> so wait, are you, do you do gymnastics like at a gymnastics gym or it's just a drunk thing? Oh, it's just a drunk thing. Like I do it on my, my lawn or, or someone else's lawn. And they're like, please don't do that on my lawn. <laughs> Man, but there's no, um, there's nothing more fun than seeing someone bust out like gymnastics out of nowhere so I get it yeah yeah it's interesting though because it's like it's really funny because I'm like I have the muscle memory but my body is no longer actually capable of doing the movements and Mm -hmm. it's very interesting when you like do something that you have the muscle memory for and then your arms just like collapse (laughs) (laughs) for sure (laughs) and you're like oh (laughs) cool the memory's there but the infrastructure not so much uh exactly so were you like a competitive gymnast yeah like when I was like young young okay and then I and then I did high school gymnastics, but that was like so I could not do PE. That was why I did that. Oh, yeah. Nice. I was like yeah. the only asshole who took regular PE because I didn't realize that sports were actually easier than PE. Dude, PE is hard. PE I don't know what. Blows. I don't. Also, they like weigh you in front of other people. Yeah. Wait, really? Oh yeah. At my school, they did. Uh huh. I don't think. Did they you have to do the scoliosis test? Someone was oh, yeah, they did school. Where they take off yeah. your shirt and the PE teacher I think like, it's like, yeah, it's just like basically trauma. They're just like, how, yeah, how many they're, weird they're versions of trauma can we put you through? Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. exactly no, no, no. the age where you're mm-hmm. just getting boobs and you're like, I don't want to take off my shirt in front of a teacher. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I don't need her to like feel my spine to make uh, sure it's straight. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I like, think maybe. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> also, your PE teacher is like. You know, well, yeah, the least trusted teacher of, of all. I'm like, literally like, I'm like, most <laughs> teachers are pedophiles. I'm like, seventy percent of teachers <laughs> pedophiles. I'm like, why else would you teach? It doesn't pay any money. Like, this is your benefit. Like, I hate it. I hate it. I'm like, pay teachers more money so there's less pedophiles. Like, <laughs> ah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a pretty good um, banner. It's a good angle. Shout out all, all the teachers that are listening right now. You are the not pedophile. Yeah, no, yeah, we love yeah, you. yeah, congratulations. We love you. <laughs> well, you guys should definitely should be paid for for sure. Yeah, the Lord's work. The Lord's work. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Yeah, I uh, I did like I did gymnastics like a little bit, but like I yeah I think I just my boobs came in so early that like a lot of stuff just like it's like gym and then I was also on the swim team and then just like I got like. My, I remember my times on swim team went down by like multiple seconds when my boobs came in because the sure. drag, Damn, yeah, that, that yeah. Deficit. I remember just like swimming the same way, <laughs> and then like I lost a race, and I was like, "Uh, I always beat that bitch. What's going on right now?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like your ra- your rock was too fat, you know? Yeah, a hundred percent. It was a nightmare. I was like, <laughs> "Well, yeah, swimming. I mean, the the guys who are like serious about it don't even have leg hair. Yeah. So apparently, yeah. every little." Every little Everything. thing counts. Apparently. I think that they just want to shave their legs, but probably. 
<laughs> and they always had nice legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My rack is definitely fat and I'm trying to, I think like I'm aiming to like get new boobs in like two years, you know? So Love I keep it. like looking, but it's like, mm-hmm. how do you make a decision like that? Like, how do you choose a fucking doctor? And also, oh, Oh, you just get some recommendations from friends. Oh, I have, I have, I, I didn't get my boots done with her, but I do have a rack for uh, a doctor. Oh, really? I like. Okay. Yeah, because I was there looking at Solved Yelp, it. you know, I was looking at like befores and afters on Yelp, and there's some just full on tit shots on Yelp also, which I was like dying laughing at. Yeah. I love the idea of the guy that's going to Yelp to get off. Just like, oh, yeah. I want to see the three months out from surgery titties. Yeah, it was okay. like there was one just really unflattering like angle of a one boob. And the and the con- the caption was just like, does this look good to you? The doctor thinks it does. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Okay. She just wants to be heard. I love it. Okay, Dean. Next question. What do you consider the best decision you've made thus far in your life? Ooh, that's a big one. <laughs> um, every breakup I've ever gone through was uh, the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. That's um, every, yeah, every time I like think about how I like didn't want to break up with someone and then I look at like my life now without them, I'm like, wow, great idea. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Good one, Dana. Especially because, like, you know, if you've ever spent, yeah, like, time in a, th- it's so hard to break up with somebody, but then when you're on the mm. other side of it, you're like, yeah, you're literally, it's it's actually embarrassing. Like, I, I actually am, like, I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Like, the fact that that was a hard decision to make. <laughs> and it, like, only made my life, like, exponentially better. I'm like, okay, that's psychotic of me. But. Well, and, like, if you think about it, every single time you break up with the right person, you are saving yourself from a life of misery. That's incredible. No, you're literally saving your, from a life of misery. <laughs> like, I think it's like a life of misery. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> also, no one has ever not been better off alone than like with a shitty guy. Oh, in my thousand case. percent. Oh, like, 5,000 percent. Yeah. Because it's kind of like. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, people are like, go out there, get out there, get out of your house. But it's like, but maybe sometimes like your house is better than like, say, the DMV. Like there are things. So true. So true. It's like like your house can be whatever you make it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Build a sanctuary for yourself and Mm -hmm. never let anyone in. Honestly, (laughs) I am happier for friends that leave bad relationships than friends that get into good relationships. Oh, yeah. I I mean, like literally like I'm like that because it's harder. It's way harder. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, it's so hard. It's just so weird. Like how what we put ourselves through. You know, if you're in a mm-hmm. bad relationship, you want to get out of and like the torture you put yourself through to get out of it eventually. And then, like I said, on the other side, you're like, oh, my God, like, why the fuck didn't I do this? But like we just there's so many weird tricks our brains do that, like, don't let you get there. Mm-hmm. I also think it's like a lot societal, like like a society would have you believe that, like, yeah, it's like better to be un- kind of unhappy with someone than to like be like alone. And it's like, no, it's like always better to be alone. Oh. <laughs> Always. Totally. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. E- like even if you're in a happy relationship, you're gonna be like stoked when you're alone. Like yeah. it's always oh, fun yeah. to be alone. Yeah, Hello. but I mean, you know, when you're single for you're a long at- time, and yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, that gets real yeah. tough. It gets it, real tough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the problem well, is when you're yeah. single for a long time, what happens is. Instead of having, I'm using a lot of metaphors today, but instead of having your fridge stocked with groceries, you're just going to Seven Eleven for every meal. 
And that's Wait, not what healthy. does this mean? What What do you? So I don't instead get of this. having regular dick, you have to go get little snack dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. every meal, yeah, snack dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah just getting taquitos constantly. But I, yes. I am like, I think like, I think like snack dick is like easier than like groceries sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, a thousand. It's yeah. it's definitely yeah. easier. It's just you know you're yeah the quality. Yeah, not as satisfying. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the quality is compromised for sure. <laughs> But yeah. it gets you through. Well, it's it so interesting, too, because it's like society is just like it wants us to have like that one person that like is the relationship in your life. And it, that's like still relatively new, too, because it's like how many how many stories have you heard about like back in the day, just like women writing love letters to each other as friends or like guys holding hands just like, and you know, because they were like best friends and like telling each other they love them and stuff. And then you have like your, your romantic partner, too. But it's like they're just the level of importance has changed so much over time. It's so weird. Yeah, I think we definitely there's it's too much you're asking for too much from one person a lot of the time well, also, yeah, like we've we've de-emphasized the role that like community should play mm-hmm. in like your life and your social interactions mm-hmm. yeah yeah 100%. which is also 100%. weird because like going back to what we were talking to earlier like we've de-emphasized the role of community at the same time that we're all expected to like have fifty thousand people's thoughts in our head at the same time <laughs> yeah. yeah totally yeah, we have too yeah. much community we need like yeah. 20 people <laughs> you're, max. Like, you're like let's roll it back yeah <laughs> totally this is why i think golden girls was a very revolutionary show uh, because i think it taught a lot of girls uh, and anybody watching it that like you know someday you can just live with four of your friends and it's gonna be great <laughs> and it's gonna be fucking lit i'm like yeah it's like way, probably way more fun to live with your friends than like some boring dude that's also what i'm like most guys like just like fucking blow like <laughs> i know the nose know, hair dealing bad. with the nose hair yeah and stuff like that that's gonna be you know just mm-hmm. the old man of it all i just yeah. feel like guys as far as like gender normative stuff they got the more boring activities like I agree, it's boring. Video that's games, true. watching someone play video games—that's really boring. Yeah, watching. Yeah. Some, I mean, you know, I love my husband, but he bets on golf. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. That was like a boring guy mad lib. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dana. Let's see. What is the assumption that people make about you that's totally wrong? I don't know. I'm like, what assumptions do people make about me? Right. That's a tough question. Yeah. I'm like, I don't actually. Yeah, that is I'm weird like, because it, uh, that means that somebody would have to say it to you. To yeah, me. exactly. So I'm like, uh, yeah, if it's, a, if it's an assumption, I don't know that they're making it. But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, like, what are the trolls getting wrong besides your extremely uh, uh, expensive stove? Well, my oven. Yeah, my oven is expensive. <laughs> so they're right. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do the trolls get wrong? Honestly, the trolls are usually pretty right. Like, and but it's like, but it's like a, it's a bad faith interpretation. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you that's know? a good way to put it. Like yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, she's like a conceited slut, and it's like, yes, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, but like, why is that? Why is but that? But that's so like bad? not bad yeah. to be that, right? Like, exactly. why is that so horrible? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is that hurting? Right. Yes. yes. I don't know. <laughs> they think. <laughs> well yeah they can't they can't claim ownership yeah it's this just, is making me realize yeah. like thank you for seeing that because i'm like oh trolls are just people who wish they were conceited sluts a thousand yeah. percent oh yeah mm-hmm. like it's like you just you're literally it is um i always think about this but like when people like uh don't like you a lot of times and like sometimes they just don't like you and that's okay it's okay yeah. when people don't like you but like um 
they're like uh they don't like to see other people like living authentically because it reminds them of the fact that they are not living authentically so like you being yourself is offensive and a slight to someone who is having a hard time being themselves Mm-hmm. This that's extremely extremely. It's kind of like true. that age old thing of like you know obviously like the most homophobic people. I don't think this is always true, but are like closeted yeah. gay people because they're mm-hmm. jealous of people that are like living oh, fully their like, authentic I, lives. I, I don't I don't drink. I never have. It's not a big fucking deal. But the people that have a problem with it have a problem with drinking. Yeah, that's the alcoholic. <laughs> I, my mom yes. always talks about this, but she's like anyone who like gives you a hard time for drinking is just an alcoholic mm-hmm. or not yes. drinking. Sorry for giving yeah, yeah, gives for you a hard time for not drinking. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, it's like you 100%. should be fine. Like it's like if I want to drink, I'll get a drink because I don't yeah, have yeah. a fucking alcohol problem. <laughs> yeah, guess what? We'll hang out at a bar for a couple hours and if you want, I'll drive you home. But if you're being yeah. a dick about it, then you won't get a free ride. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always uh, like, I you know, I use the word slut pretty often like for myself and on stage and stuff and I never for me it's not a negative word like I like who I am I yeah and so I'm just like oh I forget that people have a negative connotation for it and then they will feel that certain way and I'm like well just because I'm more free than you like yeah Mm -hmm. I feel like that's your real issue they can't yeah it's it's like yeah yeah. well and like where are we at as a people that we can't get behind uh, ample fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what I mean I'm like it really is like we're just like a society of like weird prudes I do think there just is like kind of like a Puritan ideology that like just runs through American society oh a thousand just like so, so fucking bizarre and like really harmful because it's also like we're the most sex obsessed but also right. the most repressed and it's so weird and it's like obviously the repression is what leads to the obsession or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. Yeah, the more you tell yourself you can't do something, the more that it becomes like this like thing you really need to do. Yeah, it's like why I don't believe in dieting because I think you start to fixate on like the thing you yeah, can't eat. I, I whereas mean, if you just yeah. let yourself eat whatever, mm-hmm. it's not such a thing. Yeah, let it go. Let it all go. Let it go. I know. Do you guys think that like I'm just keeping about like <laughs> I don't know why I think of Germany as this really horny place. I think because someone showed me a German like the German version of Vogue once and there were like just dicks and pussy all over it. So I just think of Germany as this very like sexual place. Do you guys it, like yeah. are they slut shaming people in Berlin? Of course. I don't think so. There's like there's like these yeah. cool sex clubs and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. In Berlin, right? I think so. Yeah. I think unless it's a part of their kink and that they've asked to be shamed for it. Mm. Right. They're like, please no shame me. To, yeah. 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 No, I think like generally it seems like, you know, most at least like European countries seem to have a much like a uh, healthier attitude towards sex. Mm-hmm. Which is so weird because they're where the religion came from. Cleaner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. They also have a, a huge problem with racism over there. Not not something we're dealing with here. Well, <laughs> yeah, we don't. And, 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 and there's no racism here. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like you know, yeah, give yeah. and take. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yes, we're sexually repressed, but race racially perfect. Yes, exactly. This the story of Thanksgiving we were taught is completely accurate, a hundred percent, and everything's been fine since then. Uh. Okay. okay. One more question. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, okay. This. What's your favorite perfume? Ooh. Um, my favorite perfume was um this uh, perfume. It's Le Labo. It's Noir Twenty Nine. Uh, is the the scent of it? I don't cannot wear it anymore because I was wearing it while I was going through the most horrible breakup of my life. Oh no! And it's ruined for me. And the other day, I smelled someone wearing it, and I was like so traumatized. <laughs> but it was, uh. and I have not found a consistent perfume that I like since. 
It's so crazy. Mm. I think scent is the most like deep rooted um, emotional scent. It is. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I think it is for me at least. Like, yeah, like, I literally I'll smell perfumes that I've worn through the years and I can like immediately think of like 10 things that I haven't thought about since I wore that scent. Yeah, or like you'll put on some sunscreen that you haven't worn since fifth grade. Oh, sunscreen is powerful. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) agree. Sunscreen actually makes me horny because it reminds me of being on vacation. Every time. <laughs> I totally get that. I totally get that. Also, it's like, I love like, yeah, when I'm putting sunscreen on my skin, it's like, I've just like usually like shaved my legs and it's like smooth. Mm-hmm. There's something very sexy about very it. Very sexy. It's tropical. Oh, wait. It's a little artificial. Your sound. But yeah, Tess, Tess. My sound is weird? Yeah, yeah. I went yeah. out for a second. It's weird. Like- it kind of drops out for a second sometimes. Weird. I don't know what the deal is. Okay, I'll stay up on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, we'll we'll take a break and do a lady problem. Be right back, everybody. Bye. Be right back. Hey, everybody. We're back. I'm Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. Dana. Me. um we're gonna do lady problems if you have one send them to us lady to lady comedy at gmail.com or you can also email us oops you can call call us us at 323-6-30 sorry i was looking at my computer while i was talking okay here's our theme song Great whisper. Whisper work. Great whisper work, Tess. Love Thank it. you. Every time. Thank you. <laughs> okay, here's a voicemail we got. Hi. Oh my gosh, ladies. I'm such a huge fan. Um, so thank you for being amazing. I have been listening forever. I had a really awful day to entry jobs for a while, so I listened to your whole like backlog of episodes. So thank you for keeping me sane. My lady problem is <clears throat> how do I break up? with a fuck buddy and I feel like fuck buddy not even the right word this is someone I care a lot about we were we tried dating a few years ago and it didn't work um but we were friends and then every once in a while we would kind of slip back into the sex um and then through the pandemic we live really close to each other and I live alone and I haven't touched another human being in months so we started seeing each other like once a week and it turns into this really nice thing we'd like have a slumber party and watch a murder documentary and you know it was very nice but not dating very very strictly sex and friendship um and now that the world is opening i'm starting to talk to someone else and i kind of want to give that person my attention and i don't know how to have this conversation and say like i care about you as a person and i very much enjoyed our time together but i can't have sex with you anymore I don't like having this conversation. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was a very, we've all identified with that sigh at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I think she pretty much said it at the end. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. she knows what she needs to do. Yeah. Also, you like, I wouldn't worry about it because I think he's going to get it. Like, you guys have purposely kind of, like, mean, you've never become boyfriend and girlfriend. You've always been fuck buddies. The natural progression of a fuck buddy is that hopefully one of you eventually gets Is a deep progression, up. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds like, you know, maybe you've gotten a little bit closer or something like that. And I think, I do think that there's a certain, like, heavy, different heaviness maybe to stuff that was going on during the pandemic, kind of, like, where maybe you've... It's like the world feels like it's fucking ending, which it still does, you know. Yeah, but there's it, a little trauma bonding going yeah, on, Yeah, sure. so yeah. <laughs> might be a little extra oomph there. But yeah, it sounds like you just need to say what you said and be like, you're cool. I'm starting to see somebody, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, the sooner the better. Too. Until next time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. Exactly. I know. And I think it's, I think the dismount is important here because you'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one thing i would caution though is like avoid the temptation to just try to hang out with this guy as friends because no, i think that's that. easy we're like oh well we were friends with benefits now we don't have the benefits we can still be friends it don't work like that i would avoid it for a little while at least yeah yeah if not totally yeah I also am all for, like, I'm like, do you really need some man in your life? Get, like, some random man? <laughs> like, I'm like, that's, like, my thing. I'm like, if you're not having sex with a man, he has to be such a good friend to right. make it worth it. And, like, so <laughs> few men are. Like, in my experience. <laughs> no, I'm sure you have plenty yeah. of people you can yeah. fucking watch true crime shit with. Totally. <laughs> Get a dog. Yeah, exactly. Get yeah. a dog. Yeah, <laughs> like... No, yeah, it's like that's the per that's like what your guys' role in each other's life is, and you don't need that right now. And you know, it opens him up to go find other fuck buddy whatnots too. Yeah, so I think that's literally. I think it's a text message, right? Or is this a phone call? I mean, I it depends how cl- how close that you feel. I think it's like if your instinct is phone call, phone call. But if your instinct is that it's okay to text. I'm like, I always think about like, what would I be comfortable with? Like, if this person wanted to say this to me, mm-hmm. would I want a text or would I want a phone call? And in this case, I probably would want a text, but I don't know. You know, that's a good point because I think a lot of times people are like, oh, I, this should be a call because it's, it's a bigger deal. But sometimes like the call is actually way more unpleasant than just reading some information and throwing your phone away. Yeah. Yeah. Because then there's a moment for you to respond and you're like, I am on the spot and don't know what to say yeah. right now versus like right. a text, text you have a minute to like gather your thoughts and if you even want to say anything back or whatever yeah you know yeah that's yeah. true it's not kind of like i don't i don't know where you have a moment yeah yeah yep. also like it's like it's never good to hear so it doesn't really matter how you hear it i think sometimes that's true like that's i think thing that's is like some, there's just never good timing for that kind of shit it's like it mm-hmm. just has to happen you know yeah it's and it's mm-hmm. gonna hurt and it's gonna suck and that's just the reality of it yeah yeah People get really hung up on timing and it's like timing's never good for no. anything. Unless you're literally no. doing it like their fucking friend's wedding or something. That's obviously not the right time. But <laughs> oh, other I than totally that, broke up with a long-term oh, yeah. <laughs> But that is also when big shit happens because all emotions yeah. run high. You emotions know, that, are high. That makes sense mm-hmm. too because like, it, you know, it's so hard to make those, to get that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> and like learn from me, don't put something off so long that eventually you do it at your friend's wedding. <laughs> yeah that's the idea to not do yeah 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so quick, do it, it before do it before your friend gets married. Oh my god, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I say to this person. If you have a friend get mar- getting married, yeah. do it before that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I think we have time for one more. Let me let's do this. Do it. This summer camp one and it actually isn't that old, so I think we can do this one. Okay, let's do okay. it. Hey, ladies. This is the girl who called in about the moving boss is a jackass situation. I left you like an update that I found a new camp. And part of this update includes that I think I'm in love with my coworker. And him and I have been like going on dates. Like we go on walks. I went and got a puppy with him. Um, we are planning like a camping trip together. We like he came over and played this Pac-Man arcade game I have. And I think I'm in love with him. Like, he's my favorite person. I just want to spend all my time with him. But we are both non-confrontational. We both don't like to talk about our feelings. And I am, like, very vocal that I don't like physical touch. But I'm, like, at this point, I'm, like, grab my ass, please. Like, kiss my face. Like, smooch whatever you want. Like, let's have a frantic makeout session. But he is, like, my direct coworker. Like, we do everything together, and I think we're both, like, a little bit scared to, like, ruin our friendship, but also to, like, have a relationship slash to also work together slash to say anything. And all of our coworkers, I think, like, kind of know. I don't know. Like, what do I do? Do I kiss his face? Do I let it – do I ride it out? Do I – Do I tell him that I love him? I probably won't say I love you because weird, but trying to keep it normal. Okay, help. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fun. This sounds very fun. Sounds very fun. Yeah. This is the best kind. Like this stage of a relationship, in my opinion, is one of the most fun. And it is, like, you know, obviously, like, the will, you, won't you, like, tension is kind of, like, what keeps it fun. Um, I've been in kind of a similar situation, but I don't know. Okay, this isn't, like, coworkers because it's, like, open mic comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's the workplace that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. But, yeah, like, I had, like, a very, like, uh, like long, drawn-out, like, friendship with a fellow open mic comedian. Mm-hmm. And we eventually did get together. And I think, like... Honestly, it's like if you guys get along this well, even if you're coworkers, I uh, I think it's fine. So, I one hundred percent agree because you can yeah. always get a new jobs are like guys. There's always more of them. <laughs> no, I mean it's rare. To there find are more jobs someone. than guys. I do think that that's true. There are more jobs than guys, <laughs> and I really believe that. I think it's very rare to find someone you like to hang out with this much. But you know, you're also in yeah. crush phase. So for sure, that's great. And I would, I would just like just write it out as long as you can because a, it's fun yeah. to do that. You know, there's only so long that those butterfly moments last, and mm. like, and b, just see if it is. Is this just a crush or is there more potential there? You know, like I would, yeah. but you're probably not going to find that out until you fucking kiss him anyway. So well, <laughs> like, you're also like you're working in a closed off environment. It's like you, it's it's nice to have a work crush. It makes the time pass better. It's the person you're getting along with. I will also say. He is also respecting your choices because you make you said you made it a point to be very vocal about how you do not like touch. So right. I actually he's, he's, love he's that. respecting what you said. Mm-hmm. So he, it, he's not going to kiss you yeah. or do any of that stuff if he actually, you know, is following what you were what you were telling him to do. And she's in the <laughs> position now to make the first move, which is a great mm-hmm. position to be in. It yeah. is. And it's not, though. I mean, like, oh, it's just <laughs> so because 
<laughs> someone who, man, being rejected when you try and make the first move, that is quite a situation to be in. And yeah. I've been there. I've read those signs incorrectly. And then I've said, will you give me a ride home? Well, do you want to make out? And they've been like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> It's happened yeah. more than once. This was not, but this was not like a long time flirtation. This was like, you know, one night or something like that. Um, so yeah, putting it out there is tough. So you have to just like deal with the fact that that could happen. But I feel like, yeah, you're in a great place. Just let it go and like see what happens. I don't know if what you guys have been doing are dates necessarily. It does sound like hanging out more. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> definitely hanging out. I think it's like, you, clearly it's like you're projecting the date vibe onto it, which right. is fine, which is fine. But like, okay, in my, I would say if you are worried about like potential rejection, sooner is better than later because it's like, I, I literally think like with these kind of situations, although it's fun to like let it play out, I think sometimes when, once you start to feel like, should I do something, the sooner you do it, the better. Because mm. the longer that you wait, if you get rejected, it will hurt so That's much more. That's true. Yeah. Mm. And so I would say it sounds like you're ready to make a move. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think you're going to get rejected. It does sound like he's no, into you. It so sounds I'm not like he's down. That. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like he likes you. I mean, let's and- forget they got a puppy together. He's but gonna like, reciprocate. I mean, they didn't get a <laughs> they puppy. Did, they're together. not owning it together. No, no, no. I don't I mean, yeah, know. But like, she got a puppy and it. she went with him. Yeah. I mean, this could be like a, a this could be like an emotional girlfriend situation too. I mean, I think we've all been there with like a, mm. a, a person where it's like, oh, you're we're gonna do all the emotional things, but I'm also not like into you beyond that. <laughs> oh no, they've so always just... wanted to fuck. I haven't had that. <laughs> I haven't had that <laughs> situation. Usually, oh, they okay. want to fuck. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah 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 no i mean but I don't. yeah i think it's inevitable um have fun i think yeah. I, i'd be surprised yeah. if these people haven't already made out i at, love at this yeah. journey yeah she did mm-hmm. leave it for us a minute ago so mm-hmm. i i mean so this was she called us and she what did she say she had like gotten into a summer camp and then didn't know what to do because they weren't like responding to her or anything she wasn't sure and then she yeah, ended so up she getting into boss. a really cool one mm-hmm. Um and now she's here. So yeah, with the love also, of her life. Aren't some, summer camps are like a finite job too? So it's like if nothing happens, maybe like the dance at the end of the last day or something. You know, dirty yeah, dancing. Dance, dirty time dancing. after time goes on, yes. and then you know you start making out to Cindy Lauper and see what happens uh, from there. I was I was watching that show the other two last night, and like it. A, te- a teacher met one of the other characters, like who was what at a dance, and they started kissing, mm-hmm. and I was like. I would be really weirded out if my teacher started making out with someone at my dance. I don't know. Oh, that's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, felt, felt very odd. I was like, Dude, I don't know about this. But get this. When I was in junior high, I was like the pariah of my junior high because I was the class clown and I got suspended prior by the teachers. The kids love me. I was always putting on a show. But um, I was suspended like multiple times every year I didn't even get to participate in the graduation ceremony because I just was constantly in the principal's office but because I spent so much time in the principal's office I picked up I I swear I was like 14 years old and I was like the assistant principal is fucking the principal I knew it I was like Miss Balderrama is fucking whatever the I forget the principal's name lo and behold a year after I left that junior high the principal's marriage fell apart because he was having an affair with the vice principal who was making my life miserable. So I was just like this little bitter kid just watching this adult affair go down. He kept his snacks in her office fridge. I was like, they're fucking. Oh. <laughs> it's 
so funny. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's my thing. If you're having like a fun little secret affair, why do you also have to torture a student? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like, Thank you. don't you have enough joy in your life? You psych sick freak. It's like, it's like the shit uh, you guys are doing and you're going to have actual consequences on people. Right. Not yeah. just like fucking around. I just did right. a little jig behind the social studies teacher. Fuck off. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, we solved two. We changed two people's lives today, mm-hmm. guys. I think mm-hmm. we saw. <laughs> Feels good. All before eleven a.m. <laughs> Actually, three people's because now I realize that I want to get a new oven. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Recommendations? Um, you'll never, you'll never cry again. <laughs> <laughs> Dana, thank you so much for hanging out. It was great to. Oh my god, yeah! Thanks you. for having me, guys. Tell everybody mm-hmm. where they can find you online and where they can find your show and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, you can find me online. Instagram, hottest Dana. Uh, Twitter is Dana Donnelly. You can follow me on TikTok, hottest Dana. Um, what else? Oh, I have a show. Uh, when's coming out? It's coming out in November. I have yeah. a show first Sundays of every month at the Hotel Cafe called Funnelingus. Um, and it is wi- women, ladies, no men. It's everyone but men. Uh, that's my comedy <laughs> show. Uh, so if you like comedians who aren't men, you should come to my show. That's all. Fuck yeah. Yay. Oh, yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hi, lady to lady. Um, I actually just started listening. Um, uh, my name is Andy. I'm from uh, Michigan. And uh, you were talking about um, Encino Man and being, like, super attracted to uh, Polly Shore at the time. Well, I have a story for you that I think you might find very interesting. I had a friend who went to a convention where Polly Shore was, and as he was asking the crowd questions, she said, um, she stood up and she said, will you go on a date with me? And he said yes. <laughs> she was not expecting him to say yes. Um, they ended up going out. Um he, they talked about a bunch of personal stuff, you know, like really, you know, like got along and they ended the night by her giving him a blowjob. So, uh, <laughs> this is a shout out to my friend. I'm not going to say her name for privacy reasons, but, uh, I was insanely proud of her and I also kind of laughed a little bit because how in the world? Um, so that's, uh, that's my, or well, my friend's Polly Shore story that I thought you guys might like to hear. Um, Thanks, and have a great day. Uh... Hi, ladies. This is the lady who called a while ago um, about my struggle with addiction to nicotine, um, cigarettes, and vaping. And I got to say, your advice was really great. Um, And I ended up talking about, about it with the therapist as well which I've never actually tried therapy before, so I was giving it a good college try and actually being honest about what was going on in my life and my struggle with this addiction. And she actually had a pretty similar thing to say as um, tested, which was just don't, like, totally beat myself up if I have a slip-up and it does happen. Um, Just kind of enjoy it and move on and not use it as, my only coping mechanism and you know if I am out one night having some drinks not feeling bad if I have one cigarette um so that's kind of the approach I've taken and it's been working so far I think I've had one cigarette in the past like four months 
um, on a night out and just really trying to rely on other things like working out. Um, that's the other thing. Like, I feel like smoking was really hindering my workouts. Um, so that was some more motivation to not use it all the time. Um, so, yeah, working out has been a really great outlet for that. Uh, so thank you so much for your advice. You guys are super amazing, and I'm so thankful that you're doing this podcast, and, yeah, I love you so much. <laughs> Trump testicle fighting in West Hollywood on Wednesday at 5 p.m. Red testicles on a white Chevy Colorado. <laughs> Thanks for all the last ladies.